Hi there, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine, this is Get the Funk Out, and standing by to join me in the second half is author John Knuckle. Good morning, John. Good morning. So I love your path along the way to becoming an author. Could you share how you went from working on Wall Street to doing all these different things to where you are now? It's really intriguing. Yeah, sure. I've been, you know, I've always been interested in writing, uh, but I never really considered myself to be a writer. Uh, I had always been writing uh, little short essays, and it's just as a hobby. So mm-hmm. my wife encouraged me to take a writing course at, uh, at you know, at a writing studio in Manhattan. Okay. So what I did was I joined an intermediate course because I always had. Uh, my first book, The Vig, I've always had that story in my head for like five years. Interesting. And I don't know, maybe it makes me sound crazy, but I I would uh, play that story in my head if I was like driving in traffic. I would think, well, what would happen if the lead character did this or if I was jogging? So I always had the story in my head. So so I took this writing class and the I took the intermediate class with people that were... Uh, already published, and I certainly wasn't. But what I did was I I tried to work my characters from my story into the assignments they were giving me. And uh, the result was, you know, no one, there was no spontaneous applause or no one broke out into tears or anything, but, Mm -hmm. you know, my stuff was, seemed just as good as theirs. So that gave me the the, uh, courage to to move forward and and really say I want to write a book. I think it's great, and that's you know that's where it all starts. And when you have this idea in your head and you're envisioning the characters and the plot and what's going on, then you know you got to do it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the plot of the Vig is sort of based on something that actually happened to me, and uh, you so you know, that? obviously, it, it's a lot more interesting <laughs> and a lot more fun than my life. The idea has to come from somewhere, right? Do you want to share that? Uh, yeah, when I was working, I, I was a uh, specialist on the Florida American Stock Exchange, just like the lead character, Frank. Mm-hmm. And I did find, in one of my companies, I did find that uh, my, well, I would say someone within the company was withdrawing small amounts of money mm. from everybody's trading account. And I think back in those, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, so if, you know, I look at it like you look at the phone bill and there's, they're like, Point zero seven cents is removed for whatever innocuous fee. Yeah. So that was the type of thing that was happening, you know. Uh, yeah. So so you know four or five dollars, ten dollars, twenty dollars. But at that time, we were dealing with such large numbers. You know, buying and selling a million dollars worth of stock every you know forty five seconds. Sure. So who would notice? But it ended up happening, and and so the idea of the vig was. Uh, uh, in 2000, you know, the, I, what I say is the most corrupt decade in the history of Wall Street was a good time to steal a little bit of money from a lot of people. So that was the, the, the germ of the idea. Wow. And this new book, Drive, how did that come about? Uh, oh, Drive is, so Drive is, will be the, is the beginning of uh, an entire new series, uh, which I call The Volunteers. And Drive, well, by the time I got to the end of, uh, the Rector Street series, which is the which Vig is the first one of that. I, I had the lead character uh, leading what I called a virtuous life, and uh, I, I was thinking of this idea of these people. There are certain people that we all know who do these great charitable works. Or uh, I'm always fascinated by people who go through a personal 
uh, difficulty and then devote their life to helping other people that have gone through that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was thinking, had that idea in mind. I've always been a big fan of Teddy Roosevelt. I had recently moved into Manhattan, so you know I'm a history buff to begin with. So I was reading books about the history of Manhattan, the development of the city, uh, you know, and all the characters. Like any great city, you know, there, there's a thousand great stories sure. and hundreds of, of really incredible characters. Yes. So I, I, I knew about I knew about Teddy Roosevelt's Rough Riders. So I came up with this idea. And the Rough Riders, their formal name is the Old Volunteer Cavalry. So that's where I got the title, the Volunteers, for the series. I came across, you know, the Rough Riders are made up. Most of the officers were Teddy Roosevelt's, you know, like Harvard Boxing Club buddies. And uh, what I discovered was a lot of the sons and, and the nephews of, you know, like the Gilded Set of the Vanderbilts and the Tiffany's and... Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the Morgans, a lot of them volunteered for public service. And in this band, the Rough Riders, uh, they were the sons and nephews of, like, the, the real, the gilded set. Like, uh, in the storming of San Juan Hill, uh, William Tiffany was there, the heir to the Tiffany fortune. And he contracted a fever in the jungles of Cuba, and he died volunteering for the service. Uh, I came across another gentleman who uh, is in the foreground of the painting of the storming of San Juan Hill by Remington. And this gentleman's name is Woodbury Kane. And, you know, he's all handsomely dressed and, and charging up the hill with a pistol in his hand. And uh, I looked up his biography, and his occupation was uh, listed as yachtsman and bon vivant. <laughs> so I'm thinking, like, here's this bomb vivant who, who, who is storming up a hill with bullets flying past his head exactly. uh, for a cause that he volunteered for. Unbelievable. Uh, and so I like the idea. Now, when Woodbury Kane comes back to New York, he sees at, at the turn of the last century, like 1900, the conditions were, uh, you know, not very good. Mm-hmm. If you weren't part of the Gilded Set, you were essentially, you know, and a lot of people still didn't have heat or hot water, didn't have indoor plumbing. It was just, you know, not, not a good place to live no, if you were, you know, a recent immigrant, say. Right. And uh, Woodbury went to uh, J.P. Morgan's son, Jack Morgan, and Nelson Rockefeller to get financial and political backing. And he joined up with Jacob Reese, who was a, a trailblazing journalist, and Teddy Roosevelt himself, and they formed... The volunteers and they went about trying to, uh, I guess, stand up to the tyranny of Tammany Hall, which was the corrupt government at the time. So that's the genesis of the volunteer series. And I love that you have, uh, by the way, if you're just tuning in, we're speaking with John Knuckle, the author of Drive. Um, I love how you have a lead, this lead character, Annie Falcone. How did that come about? Yeah, well, I wanted to do, uh, you know, a lot of, I've been so New York-centric. This is my fourth novel now. I wanted to do something outside of New York. I wanted to do, uh, I guess, speaking of creative thinking, I sort of have an inside, uh, uh, insight into the way I think. In my previous three, two, my first two novels, I had a female assassin, mm-hmm. and I used a lot of uh, bird or falcon imagery around her. Okay. So... When I wanted to do a, a, a hero who was a woman for this fourth book, I named her Annie Falcone. Mm. Uh, but she is uh, she is recruited by what is now the current volunteers. 
She's recruited to protect a, uh, you know, a technological genius. America is one of America's greatest assets as far as technology is concerned. Uh, and this man is in hiding because a Chinese hacker, which is kind of timely with all the hacking, but a Chinese hacker is, is trying to, to kidnap him, kidnap him or, or, or do him harm. So this Annie Falcone is recruited, uh, you know, she thinks it's just to watch over him for, for a day to make sure he's secure. And, uh, it ends up that, uh, the idea is she's a decoy just to draw out this Chinese hacker because he's such a, you know, an international spy that, that would, it would help America. It would help the cause of the volunteers of this Chinese hacker was apprehended. This is unbelievable. I feel like this is a movie. <laughs> I hope so. From your lips, yeah. right? I, wow. I, I grew up in yeah. New York, and I'm looking at the cover of the book saying, okay, that building is the one that's near, is it near Grand Central, the Arch? Well, the Arch, yeah, that is the Washington Square Oh, arch. right, right. That's what it is. I was like, why does And I put that in. A lot of what I do is a lot of times I roam around the city and I take pictures uh, because, like I said, I'm interested in the history of the city. Mm-hmm. So in Drive, what I try to do is I have places where there are conversations or where people met or action took place that were around in 1900 and are still around today. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, the, the opening scene is, is in front of McSorley's Ale House, which is uh, the oldest bar in New York, one of the oldest old. bars in, in yeah. the East. So. That goes back to way back yeah. then. Yeah. What would you like people to know about this book, and then where can people find out more about you? Uh, well, the, the book is, it, it really is drive. It really is a great adventure, and it's the beginning of, uh, you know, it's, uh, you can look at it, it's dedicated in a lot of ways to people who do go that extra yard uh, to help those around them. I mean, this is, you know, I mentioned, uh, you know, uh, nurses who, who take care of a patient that doesn't even know she's there or uh, you know, the, the policeman who, who does the extra thing that no one knows about or a social worker or an advisor to ill children. You know, all, people that do these really wonderful things that don't go noted. Yes. Uh, you know, and omnia recta, that is the motto, to make things right. I it's like that. Those people. That, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think it's a great thing. And, you know, along the way with this creative career I've developed myself, I've met some really fascinating people who do do really incredible things so uh it's sort of a shout out to them also but you could find drive is uh and also it it's a really fun adventure i don't want to make it sound okay. like uh you know, it's a self-help book or something but it really is a fun adventure uh, yeah and drive is available uh at, at amazon okay. obviously and yes. paperback and ebook uh you can also Get it at uh, thewordverve.com. That's my publisher's site. Okay. And you can find me at johnknuckle.com, J-O-H-N-N-U-C-K-E-L.com. And there are links to all my past books and my short stories and blogs and all of that fun stuff. Excellent. John, thank you so much for calling in the show. And a great book. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. That was author John Knuckle calling in to talk about his latest book, Drive. If you missed any part of this, it will be up on the show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kci.org. And if you want to follow the show, I am on Twitter at moms underscore rock.